Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. Forget the hustle, we're here to live life well and enjoy work. So join us for a drink, a cuddle and some super authentic work chat with your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. If you like the show, we would really, really love it if you rated it, if you reviewed it, and if you subscribed because it would be, it actually just would be so great. And it helps other people find the podcast. Um, So, you know, that's extra love. Also, you should stay tuned to the end of the episode for our resource of the week. It'd be good to know if people actually care about the resource of the week. I know. I would love to know if it, but, well, actually... When we did a Google Doc style one, lots of people there were lots of liked it. Okay, that's good to know. It. Okay, yeah. that's happy. That's happy. Oh, Penny, how are you, Brit? Oh man, I have had quite the day. I have to say, mm. it's been a bit busy, but like yes. all positive busy, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'm kind of frazzled right now, but in like an energetic way. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> I feel like Great. I've literally been running all day. Yeah, like running forward. Every time I finish a task, I'm like, all right, no time to celebrate. Just a constant sweat. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Just a film of sweat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Um, Well, uh, obviously, you know this, Britt, but I ran my first sprint. (gasps) Yeah, (laughs) that's super cool. I just wanted to know if I could do it. I was like, how hard is this, actually? Um, And it was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's super uh, for those of you who have no idea what a sprint is yeah a design sprint is a very quick process for validating an idea or a startup or a product or something mm-hmm. um and so I did one of those in London it was super fun yeah. it was like frenetically stressful because I didn't actually know what I was doing sometimes well because you the thing is you know all the stuff because mm. we've done so many trainings around this exact mm-hmm. topic but you've never actually like tangibly run one. Yeah. yeah and so when everyone turned around to look at me I was like hmm good question <laughs> um but it all went really smoothly in the end which was of awesome of course it did nailed Ooh. it that's so exciting it's it's such a cool feeling when you do something mm. when you weren't really sure you were like I think I can do this yeah but I'm terrified yeah yeah how do you feel about this when people say if you're really scared of something then it means probably that you should do it because in like subconsciously you know you could be really good at it but you're scared that if you try it you might not be you know what I mean that whole like mentality Mm, that's so interesting I think I might be turning into a sociopath because I just don't get scared about anything anymore (laughs) like I felt no emotion going into this sprint really really I was like nervous on an academic level right but not physically at all you know what I mean? Like, right. I was just like, yes, well, I'll do this and then I'll do that and well, then it will be over. That's really great for you, Penny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's the direct opposite for me. I get, I get nervous. Like I get nervous when I go on a call where someone's trying to get something from me. You know oh, what I mean? And I'm like, so cute. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's cute and a little sad, Why but do I get nervous. I get nervous about nothing. No. Yeah. You're not a very... You're not a nervous. Uh, I did get a little tiny bit nervous before Nike when we did the talk there because I was like, oh, this is this is intense. Well, it's so cool, though, because I love the fact that when you're like, I think maybe a reason why I would get super nervous running a sprint by myself is just the whole point of like I'm by myself. There's no one to fall back on. Right. Yeah. Whereas like with the Nike thing, I was super nervous, but it really alleviated a lot of my nerves knowing that like, okay, I'm going up there with Penny. For sure. So it's like. 
worst case scenario, if I say something stupid, yeah. you know, she can step in. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I can just toss it over to you at any time. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, when you don't have a team, it's a little bit more scary. Oh, a hundred percent. And when yeah. everyone's looking at you and you're just like, I'll come up with the answer in a hot second. Yes. <laughs> so you're like officially, officially freelancing. Like I'm freelance. You're out there. I'm <laughs> You're doing it. I was just telling Brittany that I'm having that classic freelance problem of um, just accepting every single piece of work that comes into my inbox, Yeah, which means I am like ridiculously busy. Yeah. I feel like I'm just, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing right this minute, totally. which is great because I'm doing the podcast and that's good, but yeah. um, I need to start saying no to things. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I guess when you it's probably like any like new job. You start a new job and you go in and you're like, you just are like, yep, 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 yep. And then Mm. you kind of have to figure out like, okay, what's my groove? What is actually important? What is my focus? Where do I want to go? Yeah. Um, so you'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you? What's up with you? I had, well, so, um, I had, as you know, I do know. Yeah. I had lunch with, um, this is really cool. So we had a podcast listener who sent us an email to happyhourcareertalk at (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com. Just had to throw that in there. Casual. Casual. If you want to send us an email, whatever. (laughs) But this is, this was the coolest email because she sent it to us and she was like, Hey gals really like your podcast. Cool, cool, cool. I want to throw you a party. Yeah. Like what? So this girl whose name is, I feel like we can say her name. Her name is Monica. Mm -hmm. She is lovely. So we were all three supposed to have lunch today, but Penny had a few last minute things that came up (laughs) because she's a freelancer and she's very, very busy. And I'm also disorganized. (laughs) Right. But but you'll get organized eventually. So I actually had lunch with her um, just solo, which was totally fine. We went to one of the best ramen places that I know of in the city Mm -hmm. and we chatted about this. So basically what she's doing, which I think is so cool. um, She, her inspiration was basically, she saw this post on one of these social, it was probably Instagram, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And the, the post said like why are we giving women like baby showers constantly but when they like start a business or like start a new venture or they do something really cool professionally there's no like celebration or you know recognition yeah so it was like we should like I think in the post actually even said like we should be running or we should be throwing business showers not baby showers yeah and so she was like fuck it. I'm going to throw some business showers. It's adorable. Yeah. And the first people that she, or not the first, I think we might've been the first that she approached, but she did also approach uh, a couple other people. Um, cause she wants to do like several of them, but what was really funny is she told me, she's like, yeah, they responded that like, they weren't sure if it was going to be like too cheesy. And I was oh, like, that, bring on the cheese. That is so funny. Brittany and I like are so fucking cheesy and yeah. so hammy. We're just a ham cheese sandwich. Exactly. I was um, like, this is more perfect. It did not even occur to us we were like oh that's so nice yeah but the other people might have been German I, I can't I mean <laughs> yes they were they were they have but, to have been but the thing is like it, I thought it was just so funny that they that we like loved the idea and we were yeah. like definitely we're gonna, we're gonna do this and other people are like hmm mm, yeah like, yeah that's so funny I feel like that everyone else's cheesy is our adorable mm-hmm. we're like that is wonderful yeah 100%. I love it yeah, so we're most likely going to have this party happen. We're having a party. Um, we'll give you guys all more details on that when we have them kind of like solidified. But it's going to be really fun. Um, it'll be like there'll be alcohol because it's happy hour. Oh, shit. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. will actually see the drunk penny. Yeah, exactly. 
Penny. You're gonna have to keep. We'll keep Penny to like. We can't edit it out. <laughs> this is like so we funny. do we without were podcast. Because we were like, I was like, maybe we should do a live recording. And then yeah. and then Monica and I were like, yeah, we were looking at each other, and then we were both like bit risky like you know it's like who knows what you and I are gonna say honestly oh anyway, god really we, d- funny. we do edit a great deal out of this podcast I'm not gonna lie we do but we also save you yeah. save you from awkward shit ridiculous <laughs> but we also keep a lot in which I am proud of yeah you know because it's important yeah for authenticity um what was really cool though about this lunch is we obviously didn't only talk about the podcast mm-hmm. we got a little bit off track and started talking about work uh, of classic. Course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, she works at an agency around the same size as the one that I work at. And we were talking about kind of the setup and how it works. And it's all very, very similar, but they call themselves like a flat hierarchy, mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. And I find this concept really interesting. Like, do you, what do you think about that? Do you think a flat hierarchy works or no? No, I've never seen it work. Right? <laughs> I have no other way to elaborate on that, but like, how, how, how does yeah, that work? <laughs> yeah. She said that a lot of them are also, um, like generalists. So they mm-hmm. are all doing a lot of different things, which sounds like really great and also very confusing. But who leads? That's the thing. <laughs> how That's do they the do thing. directions? Who yeah. makes decisions? Like, yeah, I definitely believe in a decision maker. Yeah. Um, and Big I believe believer. in like, yeah, I, I just, I've never seen it work, but also, um, I'm not averse to a pyramid hierarchy, if that makes sense, like a okay. non-flat hierarchy. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a tradition, an actual hierarchy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's the opposite to a flat hierarchy? Um, there we go. But, you know, I feel like the idea of, like, several levels of management, it just kind of ties into how we operate as people. Yeah. We need someone above us, not I above do. us per se, but... Um, So I also took this, this is all, uh, sorry, I have a a big download here, but I also took like a, this kind of assessment test today. And it was, it it asked me a lot of questions like that. Like, like, do I want to be told what to do? Do I, you know, do I feel more comfortable if I have a direction and all that kind of stuff? And I think I, I do, Mm. you know, like I want, I, well, I either want complete autonomy Mm. or I want to be told what to do. Yeah, you know I find I mean? the like, in-between quite difficult. It's hard, Because yeah. it's like, when do you want my input and when do I keep it to myself? Well, exactly. And also, like, on top of your job, managing your time in terms of autonomy or non-autonomy, it's uh, it's going to be a tricky thing anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're trying to figure out when it's appropriate to, you know, self-manage and when it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I find that really hard. Yeah, it's interesting because I think at my job right now, I definitely have complete autonomy on certain things, but then not on others. And I find it really difficult because you get into that mode where you're like, I'm making decisions, I'm doing stuff. And then you start doing it kind of like laterally on other projects and people are like, wait, wait, no, no, no. Yeah. And you hit a (laughs) wall. Yeah. 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 And so that's really interesting. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to have, it's definitely hard to have both. Mm. Um, well, you can come over to the dark side where <laughs> you can sit at my kitchen table with me and be completely autonomous, i.e. disaster zone. Yeah, terrified. Like, it's just, it's, it's not even a big deal, but it's just comical to me at this point because yeah. I'm like just scrambling the whole time. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. One of the questions on the assessment test was like, it was like personality. And it's like, your friends would say that you're like well-organized and tidy. And I was like, ha ha. No. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. No. People always think that I would be, but then you, like, like my boyfriend would definitely say that I'm not. What? Well-organized or tidy? Uh, 
Okay, so I think you're organized. I'm, I'm a clean person. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to mm-hmm. say that because I don't want that people to think that I like live <laughs> in like dirt, you know, because that's just gross. But I am a very clean person. I like my area, like my apartment is always clean, like if there's, you know, but. I do have like things strewn about quite often. Right. Like you came in, you came into my apartment today. This has been cleaned by Philip. Like oh, I didn't, right. yeah, okay. like it was a bit of a disaster. That's this so funny because people, because I'm quirky, they always think I'm messy and yeah. that I have um, tattoos. I for sure thought that you would be like, like very um, disorganized yeah. and messy. No. And yeah. I'm a total control freak. Yeah. To the point where like it's affected my relationships. Yeah. Inter- especially the tidiness thing like and especially um my boyfriend works at home and now I work at home yeah and so now the expectations on his behalf have changed oh sorry um like his his understanding of how messy he can be during the day has changed right because I'm suddenly there to see what's happening and he's like well this didn't happen before yeah and I'm like oh god I'm so sorry that's so funny. just leave your t-shirt there it doesn't bother me at all and I go into the bathroom and like pull a chunk of my hair out and cry <laughs> I learned about your like like I, I don't want to this is like your tight let's just say your tidiness uh. your organization when we traveled together for the first time mm-hmm. and we like arrived we always travel or when we used to travel together um we used we would always stay in airbnbs so we'd arrive at the airbnb and everyone would have a room and then like literally 15 minutes later it'd be like hey penny do you want to go uh like grab some dinner or whatever and penny has fully unpacked everything is in its place she's like the bathroom is complete like she has her products all in the bathroom her clothes are all hung up and i was just like what just happened here like i've literally just sat down for five minutes and this happened it was crazy yeah Yeah. it just gives (laughs) i can't explain it just gives me a sense of calm yeah, I, I get that though. I definitely get that. I'm just mm. not one of those. I'm not really that person, I guess. And actually you will always know if I am falling apart at the seams emotionally, that that's when things will get messy. Right. Like, yeah. It's a dead you'll, giveaway. You'll come into my house and be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> take away the sharp objects. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Penny, let's jump into letter number one. Let's dive in. Well, diving on in. All right, here we go. Uh, hi, Penny and Brittany. I was recently laid off and I've been looking for a new job for about a month and a half now. I've gotten pretty far in the interview process with two companies, but I've come to realize that I'm not really stoked about either of these opportunities anymore. I think this is because I found other jobs to apply for that seemed like a better fit for me, but I have not heard back from them yet. On one hand, I know I can turn down these opportunities and keep searching for a job I would truly enjoy, but on the other hand, I have limited time to find a new job because of my visa situation and bills, obviously, and I feel like one of these two jobs may be good enough for the time being. So my question is, do I turn down these opportunities and continue to search for a job I feel confident I will love? Or do I keep moving forward with these interviews and potentially take a job that I'm just okay with for now, but may not love in the long run? Cheers, Casey. Uh, this is a, I've, I really relate to this because of the visa situation. That's, like it's, yeah. t- it's a totally different ball game when 100%. you actually ha- want to stay in a country um, and it's job dependent. Totally. That's mm. the thing is like, I'm a big advocate for like, definitely don't take a job that you don't love. Um, but like reality is kind of a bitch mm. and 
if you like the thing is there's kind of those like bare necessities right Mm -hmm. so if you have bills that you that are coming up and you're not sure how you're going to be able to pay them Mm -hmm. plus you have a visa that might like you might get kicked out of the country because Mm of it um I I'm sort of leaning towards take a job like I mean unless you feel like you can freelance or you can do something where you can earn a little bit of money on this Mm. side um like while you continue to search for the job that you love I'm just a little bit wary of actually not taking the job like what do you think I think unless there are like really obvious warning signs yeah if like the guy that interviewed or the person that interviewed you was a total asshole right um or if they said things that really alarmed you yeah um then I would definitely really just think rationally about the idea that um you know like I I think the term the idea that a job might be the right fit for you is quite subjective anyway totally um and it's all about your mindset so if you can kind of this, this sounds very cynical, but you can actually make yourself fall in love with certain jobs. Like For sure, I I've agree. definitely, I mean, uh, I won't give specifics, but I've definitely started jobs sometimes and been like, well, I'm not incredibly excited about this, to be honest, but yeah. it's ended up surprising me in one way or another. And I've learned a lot and I've been given stability in my finances and in my um, visa or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so you know, like I think do approach it with an, a quite an open mind unless you're getting some specific signals that, that make you nervous about it. I think that's great advice because also like you can take something with the idea where you're like, okay, I'm going to take this like for like a temporary amount of time like maybe I'll give myself a year Mm -hmm. to take this see maybe like like Penny said you could all of a sudden realize like oh my god this is actually really great I'm Mm. getting a lot of opportunity here I'm you know maybe there's really a lot of chance you can like move up in the company um but then you can give yourself like a little bit of time to see what that's like and also just continue to search but I really feel like you need to like the amount of anxiety that you're gonna feel by waiting for this job or not waiting, but trying to find this job that you really love is going to be like way more than the amount of anxiety you'll feel if you're at a job where you're like, I don't totally love this job. Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I know that there there are like pros and cons to both situations, but I really think you need to have like your basic needs fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. And also can... like thinking about what you get out of a job like there's the finance stuff there's the security stuff but then there's also you know can you get a really and something I always look at when I'm looking at jobs is like can I get a really great network can I learn a lot is this an opportunity to like meet different types of people or manage a different type of team or do different kinds of work so even though it might not fit exactly where I see myself um career-wise I try to, I personally try and disconnect myself from this plan of how my future is going to be. Oh, um, that's such a good point. I think, <laughs> I think people have that all the time where they're like, oh, well, I thought I'd be more in this direction or something. Mm. When I took my current job, I had no idea. Like, actually, it was really funny. I was in a very similar situation to what uh, Casey's in right now, mm. where I was kind of like 
unemployed-ish. I was doing some random freelance stuff that was like kind of paying the bills, but it wasn't really. And then I was just like, I was frantic. Mm. And I took this job where I was like, okay, this is like not my thing. And I'm mm. not, I'm not really interested in this. I'm not, you know, a, a, like I'm not a trained designer, you know, a product designer mm. and all those kinds of things. And, and then I took it and I found my way in it to this place where I was like doing all these things that I really, really loved. Mm. And you never know when that might happen you know and and I think that having these like weird plans where it's like well I need to be at this point and this in a company like this you never know yeah you really never know yeah um and to be honest like that's exactly how I felt about um my previous role I really just wanted a visa I wanted someone to look after my tax yeah because I am terrible at life admin I wanted health insurance like moving to Germany I thought oh I'm never going to work for anyone else again yeah and then I got this job purely for bureaucratic reasons yeah and it turned out to really surprise me like I learned a whole bunch of new things I met um I gained an amazing network um and you know, like I'm, I'm not there anymore and that's okay, but I gave it a a year and I really enjoyed it. And yeah, yeah, it really surprised me genuinely. Yeah. Um, and I was able to build, build my skills. So you just never know. Um, and it's, it kind of comes down to this idea of like, when you're interviewing, are you interviewing the company as well? Or are you just letting them have a one-way conversation with you? Because if you can go about trying to find out as much information as possible about um, what's going to make you happy in the role, Mm -hmm. then um, you're going to end up in a much more comfortable position afterwards when you're trying to make a decision. For sure. Mm. Yeah. I think that's, I think people don't often do that uh, at all. I mean, I I think we talked about this before, but it surprises me so much where people would go into an interview and would just be like answering all the questions Mm. and it's, and they wouldn't really come with any, Mm. and not even in the sense of like, you're unprepared for this interview, but in the sense of like, don't you care? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you want to know things? Yeah. Don't you care of like Mm. all this time you're spending in this place? You should probably ask a few questions, you know? Yeah. I remember I asked uh, one of the um, last interviews I ever did. I asked the, there were two interviewers. One was like, I would be working directly with this person, but they wouldn't be my superior. They'd be like just on the team. And then the other one would have been like my, my boss. And they were, when they were like, yeah, any questions? And I was like, yeah, like I'm wondering why, like, cause this one girl had worked there for like, I think five years or something. Mm. And I was like, I'm wondering like, why you guys work here like what is it about this company mm. that you really like that you like why you've because worked it's here clear for that they do like yeah it. like yeah. you've worked here for a long time like why is that you know and neither of them could like tell me anything good <laughs> like nothing good that's so good yeah and I was yeah. like okay I like, mean that's so for useful hills. for you because yeah. you're like you'd made this assumption okay why would anyone stay at a company for five years and then they like, proven to you that it was actually just because they don't give a shit. Or maybe they're like kind of lazy. lazy not la- Yeah. We're like, not, not lazy. Not, not lazy. Not lazy. No. But like, you know, like just they're content not very, and not. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. Not ma- or maybe they're like, you know, I'm staying here another year and then I'm going to have a baby or something. Exactly. It could be anything. So yeah, exactly. not lazy per se, but yeah. But I think we're that's... really backpedaling on that lazy. We're like, <laughs> it's not oh, lazy. God to stay forbid in a job. we call someone lazy. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Uh, too polite. Too polite. Yeah. But so, so your advice for Casey would be to find out a little bit more about these two companies. Or... Um, I mean, like it depends on what stage of the interview process you're at. But right. I guess in future, 
when you're interviewing, you should be asking just, I, I would say like as many questions as they are almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really trying to explore whether this is, could be interesting for you. Totally. Um, and then my other advice was to just give something a go with an open mind. Yeah. Um, and get that stability that comes from, you know, having a visa and totally. all that stuff. I, it's so funny. Like I, I guess the older you get, the more you like crave a little bit of stability, right? Mm, like mm. as a young person, you're just like, whatever, I don't mm. need money or a house, you know, like it's just, <laughs> I don't need a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. But like for me at this point, I would, I think if I were you, Casey, I would definitely, um, probably take one of the positions unless you had something really promising that you, you know, wanted to lead up for, or if you have the opportunity to maybe do some freelancing while you find Mm. your kind of next dream job. Although with your visa, that might not be possible, but anyway, uh, yeah, that would be my advice. I I would, I would err on the, on the side of stability. Caution. Yeah. And remember that you've got that three to six month probation period in most, most jobs anyway. Yeah. And that works both ways. If you get to an the end of a three months and just think, oh, I'd rather die than go back one more day, then you are entitled to pull the pin. Yeah, for which sure. Which means, does, does everyone know what pull the pin means? Pull Leave. the plug? Leave. Pull the plug. <laughs> Is a saying that's pull the pin? Yeah, I think it's a grenade reference. Oh, good. You're, you are entitled to... To chuck that grenade. Yeah, throw a bomb. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Cheers. Dear Penny and Brittany, so I've been working in a mid-sized tech company for about a year. I love working in tech because it's fast-paced and exciting. However, I'm quite a driven person and I'm looking to move up quickly, which for a company that's so fast-moving seems to be super tough to do. I want to get promoted ASAP and I think I have what it takes, but every time there seems to be an opportunity that would be a nice move up, we hire from the outside and very rarely rarely promote within. I'm getting really frustrated. So my question is, how do I make it clear that I not only want to be promoted, but that I'm ready to take a step up in my career? (laughs) Super excited to hear what you think. Marissa. Okay, this is how do you feel about this? Uh, By the way, this is a, a like a, a question that came from uh, a friend of mine, and she did also mention that she finds it difficult as a woman in tech mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm. promoted specifically. Okay, she sees kind of a lot of her male uh, colleagues being promoted around her. <sighs> yeah, how frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so listen, uh, it, it's funny because tech is getting a lot of. Um, shit at the moment for not having female leaders but let's be honest it exists in every industry some much worse than the tech industry that's true Um, and the reason we're focusing so much on tech at the moment is because it's kind of the world of the future so if we don't have female leadership and all sorts of diverse leadership um, in tech companies then effectively it's just this female leadership problem is going to get bigger and bigger Um, excellent point (laughs) and I mean like it's so funny because like there's lots of tech products tech products like digital products that come out and everyone's like uh if you had one woman on this team you would know never to do this thing yeah um so it's just really it's really obvious but um 
listen, I wish I had really nice advice for you <laughs> where I'm like, just let your bosses know that you're interested. Yeah. But you, you can, I mean, some companies you can let people know until you're blue in the face and they're just like, yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously this person is going to do a better job because they have the so-and-so and you're just like, no. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> I think that's a really good point. I think that it's really difficult to get a promotion if, like, as a female, if the leadership just is not open to that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think that if you've been somewhere and you're seeing your male colleagues get promoted around you and you've been very, like, you've been vocal, you've been open about how you also want to move up and you're ready for, to take the next step. Um, and, and you, and you know, sort of, you know, in the, I mean, obviously every one of us kind of has an inkling on whether or not we have the right skills or mm. we could actually do this new job or whatever, or actually move up. Um, that I think you probably need to find a company that does support that. Yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, like generally my advice on the subject of like uh, getting promoted and getting into manage um, management mm-hmm. is look at the managers in your company and see what they're doing and try and see if you can do what they're doing. Yeah. Um, that's the general advice. Um, I would also say like it, it might be worth like if people aren't listening to you when you tell them that you're ready for a promotion, you can start just like doing, like just start doing a bit of the job. Mm, you know what I mean? Like mm. start kind of moving in that direction and putting input and asking to be at certain meetings maybe. And that like take action instead mm. of trying to like, because maybe they're just, mm. maybe they just don't get it. Mm. And know? I think, yeah, as a woman, you often have to be a little bit more specific and aggressive about your action plan so like make it abundant because um there are biases existent in all humans including women and including people of color including you know lgbtqi people that everybody has biases right and it's not really our fault um but people tend to have a bias around what a leader looks like and because we've seen what we've seen in the past have been the steve jobs the bill gates the, uh, Elon Musk, the white guy in a suit or a turtleneck or whatever it might be, yeah. the the white guy is a, that's what we see as a leader. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you have to, and I wouldn't be bitter about this even, but I think you do have to kind of like make it even more obvious. Like, hello, I'm here. I'm doing this job. See, I'm doing. I just led that whole meeting. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to remind you about it, and I'm going to, you know, like really make it super obvious. Um, but also I'm not sure if it doesn't actually say in this letter, whether you've actually had a conversation with your managers, um, and the decision makers around wanting to be promoted. Is this some inside information, Brittany? I don't know that information. Well, in, in that case, I would approach this, like you're giving it one last push. Yeah. Um, you're going to all the right people, sitting them down, telling them that you want a particular role. Tell them about the time frames you'd be willing to work towards that, and then tell them why. Like, what what makes you excited about this? What are you going to bring to the role? It's kind of like a job interview in this circumstance. Like, you've got to show people what you're worth. Yeah, I think be aggressive. I mm. think you're totally right. Like, mm. like just set yourself up an interview, basically, yeah. and yeah. just and tell them exactly what you're doing and fully sell yourself. I love that idea. Yeah. And, great. and, and just, you, you can be totally chill about it. Just be like, you know, I've noticed that we, we t- have a tendency to hire from outside, but I'd really love to see if I can, you know, jump in at some stage and, 
and and save you that effort you know I'm really keen to do this I have the knowledge I have the background yeah I know the company back to front yada yada um and here's my performance to match like obviously if you want a promotion you've got to be thinking about having already performed at a super high level yeah totally I think also um something that I always and I think probably a lot of women struggle with is the actual just self-promotion within the company like that is something that I always yeah (laughs) I always like I I remember when I had like I had this colleague he was male and he was always pumping himself up on Mm. slack right he was always like oh I just did this oh I just did that oh I just did this and I and I thought to myself wow this like this guy has a lot to say about, Mm. you know, like he's really like, it's a little too much. And I remember I had like a negative reaction to it. Like that's a bit too much. Like if you're doing a good job, you shouldn't have to tell people about it. But I had the wrong attitude. Mm. He was actually doing, I mean, uh, he was doing the right thing. Mm. He was showing people what he was doing because a lot of his work wasn't visible Mm. to the company. Right. Mm. And that's what I needed to be doing, you know? And then I kind of realized like, oh, I actually have to tell people Ugh. if I do something great yeah because I, how else I will do people think know? like getting visibility for your own work is very difficult and that's even something I struggle with Brittany really even me <laughs> <laughs> even me but like I don't mind I think there's a okay so there's two parts of this story there's the idea of like pumping yourself up and selling yourself I think that's one thing mm-hmm. and I think you can do that without really without really having to brag at all Right. Like it's all about presentation and all about how confidently you come across and yeah. how knowledgeable you are. You don't actually, like, I wouldn't sit around in an interview and sort of say, I am really good at this. No. I would be more like, I did this, which should show you that I'm really good at that. Totally. Um, And then there's the other side of it, which is when you're working in a company, how do you get visibility on your achievements? So, um... Actually, I really, I think this is a Sheryl Sandberg thing, maybe, or okay. maybe I'm just making it up right out of my brain, but, um, <laughs> but you can also like approach other women in the company and be like, can you like publicly share this information for me? Can you let everyone know that I just smashed my targets or whatever? I can't That's believe great. I just said smashed my targets. <laughs> who are you um I think that's a really good point yeah like get get a couple of allies within your company and get Mm. them to help you promote yourself yeah so it's not constantly coming and do it mutually so that you can help them as well because I do actually find it really um awkward when especially on slack or something when you're like oh well look what look what I I just did but then I always revert to we as well yeah even though I've only ever been on a team by myself we is me yeah Um, but that's funny because I think there are a lot of people that don't feel that it's weird like I mean I've experienced it and they do well in life you know the ones that it's actually I mean it's also a cultural thing because um Germans actually don't do that a lot Mm. like they're very adverse to like self-promotion whereas Americans uh, and therefore like like North Americans as well Canadians are very self-promotional they love to tell people like what they're doing they love to even like exaggerate a little bit on how well they're doing and stuff it's interesting super interesting yeah I mean like this all comes back down to this idea of like confidently selling yourself yeah um yeah that's also like I mean there's there is something to be said for just knowing how, and I don't think a lot of people know this, on how to actually 
be confident about selling yourself mm. and like what are the kind of steps to take and how can you do that without like I think what's important also is like you don't want to become a different person yeah you know you yeah. want to still be you but also you know to, in order to move up people need to know how well you're doing for sure so and be classy tricky. about it let's be classy yeah I love a clit of class mm. which I think uh Penny would make a really great Resource of the week. Cool. So what we're going to give you guys, um, because you are near the end of the episode. You are. Um, is a, a nice little guide on how to self-promote. Yes. Yeah. I, we just made that up on the spot. I think it's a great resource. Though. I do too. I'm really yeah. excited to work on this. Yeah, we're going to deep dive into the topic, figure out what people are saying all across the internet, mm. maybe in a book or two. Yeah. And put that together for you guys so you can take that with you. You're going to love it. You're going to go confidently. You're going to print it out. Yeah. <laughs> put it up <laughs> on the is, mirror. That is, isn't that like, for me, that's the, um, the mark of a true gem. If I print something out. I'm like, that is liquid gold, baby. I literally can't remember the last time I printed something out. It wasn't like a return slip for Amazon. Yes. Yes. So I hope that we got a lot of printouts out of this one. Oh, so cute. Oh, that'd be lovely. We should do an Instagram campaign where people print things out. (laughs) Just hold up a shitty piece of paper. Okay. Never Um, mind. Guys and gals, thank you so much for listening to our episode. We switched it up a little. We told you about the resource of the week right behind the last letter. Which, Willy you know, nilly. Sometimes we just get too excited about it because we had just come up with it. So it was really exciting for us. Just came out. Um, but we really appreciate you guys listening all the way to the end. Yeah, we um, do. Penny, what do you have going on this week? Because actually this is kind of exciting. Oh, I'm so excited. So tomorrow I'm going to Italy for the first time ever. Oh I'm going God. to um, my creative writing class as a retreat that they do every year. Um, You're going to flourish in Italy. Like, I I wish I were there to see your reaction I to Italy. I should be Italian. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, and I've been saving Italy as a destination for years. Yeah. Like, most people just go places. I'm like, no, no. I need to get serious. I need to have the Italian experience of my dreams I love it yeah I love that so much I'm pooping myself (laughs) I also cannot wait to hear about it uh you will yeah I'll probably call you from Manitoba (laughs) and just be like Brittany oh my god I'm pretty sure we're gonna get some pretty nice Instagram posts oh shit yeah just share some nice pretty images I love Italy it's my favorite you're not gonna be able to stop me I know okay (laughs) you're gonna be like enough I've had enough, Penny. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many Instagram posts a day is okay if someone's on vacation? I think you're only allowed to do one a day. I agree. And I think you're allowed to put stories up. Put as many stories They're as optional, you want. optional, but yeah. you can do one Instagram post a day. That's all you get. I 100% agree. Mm. More than that's way too much. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we digress. So <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Please don't forget to, to maybe just write us a little review. Yeah. Tell a friend about the podcast. That'd be cool. And have an absolutely wonderful week. Yeah. 